Welcome to By the Fiberside, a knitting and spinning podcast from the southern edge of northern Alberta, Canada. Episode 43 Lost Things. A few months ago, I discovered that I had lost a piece of writing. I was consolidating all my files onto my new external hard drive, and even when I thought I'd been through everything, I couldn't find it to put it in the folder it needed to go in. I searched through all the different places my files were stored, and through my emails and sent items, and it just wasn't there. I was very upset about it. I still am, though I can think on the loss now without bursting into tears. It's not as though it was a particularly important piece of writing. It's not something anyone but myself would ever read, and it was more exercise than anything with a purpose, but I liked it, and I thought I'd done a pretty good turn of phrase in it. So to have it disappear, when I know it existed in my file somewhere, really got to me. I could, of course, rewrite it. I remember what happened and the characters in it, And I think I remember where I'd stopped writing the action, but it won't be the same. When I'm not being upset about the loss of this one little file, I'm a little annoyed with myself for being so upset about losing it. For heaven's sake, it's just a little piece of writing. The world is not ending. In fact, there are far more important things in the world to worry about than the loss of four or five type pages that no one but me will ever read. What's the loss of some text compared to things like the Ukraine, or Gaza, or Ferguson, or the myriad of ordinary, everyday horrors that occur even in my own city? Why am I wasting my energy on mourning the loss of a little story that had no future? I suppose it's because I'm a person who, as much as I hate to admit it, likes my things. I don't like to have too many things, and I like my things to be in their proper places, But I like the comfort that comes from knowing that, at least in my little corner of the universe, everything is going okay. Losing this story created a whole lot of dissonance, especially coming as it did just before we moved. Sitting here at the last temporary place before we move into our new house, I have to wonder if my attachment to things makes me materialistic. What if, as we unpack, I discover that some of my yarn has been ruined? Will I mourn that loss as much as I've mourned the loss of the story? Probably not. There's beauty in the yarn, just as there was in the story. But unlike the story, the yarn is only potential, not a realized object. After the yarn bomb at the Charles Council Hospital, I was driving home when I'd realized that I'd forgotten my jacket and the shawl at the site. I turned around and drove back, but they weren't there. The jacket I cared little for besides that it fit and was warm, but losing the shawl made me sick to my stomach. It's one of my favorite shawls, not because Stephen West's boneyard is a difficult pattern, but because the yarn worked so well with it, and it was the first thing out of fancy yarn that I'd made for myself. I'd been wearing it for years, and to think it lost due to a little bit of attention and heat exhaustion was more than I wanted to think about. As I sent out text messages and emails, I considered what to do if it really was gone. I would re-knit it, I decided. 
though I didn't know how easy it would be to find a skein of Lucy Neatby's cat's pajamas in fiery fuchsia. Probably not very. And certainly not with the unique ratio of reddish fuchsias to pink fuchsias that made up my skein. So I could re-knit the shawl, probably better and faster than I did the first time, since my skills have improved in the intervening years, but it would never be the same, and I would know it. So maybe my attachment to things comes not from being materialistic, but from being creative. I have no real attachment to my vehicle. Store-bought clothes are mostly of no consequence to me, unless they have significance. My yarn pirate shirt is developing holes, and I'm unable to replace it, so that's bothering me a little. But thinking that the shawl was lost was all I could think about. And when my friend texted to say that it had been packed up with her blanket, my relief was real and not inconsequential. Even though I knew it wasn't there, I spent some time on Friday looking again for the story. It still wasn't there. And when we get the network drive set up again, I'll probably spend some more time digging through the mess that's a filing system created out of about six different computers, and will probably once again come up empty-handed. Yes, I can rewrite the story. Yes, it might even be better the second time around, because I've had more time to think about it and figure out where I want it to go. But it won't be the same, and I mourn the loss of the reflection of who I was at that moment in time, and of the beauty that was that piece of work. Thanks for listening. This is By the Fiberside. Fiber Week. I'll be very glad to move into the new house for a few reasons. Um, first, first being, well, not first, but certainly among them being that uh, that I can have all my stuff in one place and I can see it all out there and especially for my homework that's going to be really big at this point it's just sort of I'm fitting it in where I can we moved again this weekend uh, we're now in a basically a bed and breakfast a guest room and a house so I'm trying to consolidate my homework mess down into uh, certain places and put it away when I'm finished so that is all right. I did get a couple skeins spun up for my homework, though, over the last couple weeks. Uh, the cotton for the summer top, I did manage to spin that. You know what? It turned out exactly the way I wanted it. There's that green cotton, the three-ply, with the uh, sari silk and the one-ply. It was perfect. It was also over-plied, again. I, I don't understand it. I really don't. Anyway, last thing I did before we moved here yesterday was I sat down and I, I ran it through the wheel again quite quickly, and that seemed to fix it. So now I'm at least comfortable enough that I can put 10 yards of it into my, um, my workbook and then knit up a swatch out of the rest. I think it's going to be really nice for a lacy pattern, so I'm going to... I don't have a stitch dictionary with me, so I'm going to go through the free patterns on Ravelry, see if I can find something that has a nice lace pattern and knit my swatch from that. And then I also spun up the wool cotton blend. Now I'd carded up, I believe, 16 
well, uh, one for my sample book, but uh, 16 poonies worth of this. And I'd spun, I'd spun three of them. And I thought, wow, I'm getting a lot of yardage here. So I stopped instead of spinning all eight for the one ply. And, and then spun three more and then plied them together. And I got like 18 yards of that. So that was pretty impressive. Now I did the math on that for five twists per inch. And I don't know what happened, but it was perfect. It wasn't over plied. It wasn't over spun. Nothing. It was exactly the way it needed to be. And I don't know if that's the wool, if the wool is more forgiving than cotton, or if it was because of with with this particular blend, I you know I tried to do um, a sort of a modified long draw, and it didn't work out. So I ended up doing a modified backwards worsted draw. So was I just more exact then in my drafting zone or or the make uh, on the singles in the wool one than I have been on the cotton ones? Is that why I'm having so much trouble? And if it is. What do I do about it? So I'm going to have to give it some thought, but uh, I'm planning for the next little while to work it with uh, wool. I'm going to do the wool silk blend. I'm also going to do the wool, um, the wool for, it's coming to me, woolen. <laughs> that wool, that word there. We need to do a three-ply woolen as well. And so I'm going to do those. And I may, I'm considering re-spinning the cotton wool blend. I think the five twists per inch is too low to make a really nice yarn, especially with how thin it wanted to spin. So I'm going to probably redo the math, maybe for seven. I certainly have enough poonies left that I can try it out and see if it works or not. So I may redo it for seven and, uh, and spin up a new skein of that. But, uh... We're here for 17 days, and then we move. There's a long weekend next weekend. It gives me an extra day to sit and work on my homework, which is really good because I need to knuckle down and and get some stuff done because I'd like to not have too many of the regular skeins left when we get into the house. I'd like to be able to just do a lot of focusing on my final project, which is 50 hours, and hopefully not have too much in the way of skeins for the workbook left to put in. So so that's where I'm at with level three. Now, even though it's really silly of me, I've been thinking a lot about level four. I've been thinking about my level four final project. I've been thinking about the small item that I need to knit up out of one of the die skeins. And I've been checking Ravelry for patterns and trying to decide what I want to do because I also want to acid dye my final project. And I really need to focus on level three. But thinking about level four gives me something to look forward to. And, you know, we have to, the small item we have to knit is uh, is out of, uh, I believe it's the intensity um, yarns that we dyed. So I'm looking for something, because I did it mine in silk, I'm looking for something like a collar or a necklace to knit out of that. So I know, I know, focus on level three, level three first, and then move on to level four. But, oh, it's all things to think about, right? So anyway, that's where I'm at with my Master Spinner program for 
T minus 16 days to the new house. Fiber notes. So I didn't quite finish the sock. I mean, I know I should have been able to finish the sock in two weeks, but things happened and, and you know, I take out three books from the library on a, on a Wednesday and finish them a week later. And yeah, anyway, I didn't quite finish the sock, but I did start the toe today. So easily I could finish it today if I wanted to. It's all decreases from here. There's no more patterning and I could finish it today. Now, when we moved again, again, I keep saying that when we moved again, (laughs) I didn't bring as many projects along. I took most of them back to the storage unit. I brought the socks, obviously, and I brought the chronic pain doll because the communicating chronic pain project is probably ending end of September. And I really need to finish the embroidery so that when I get my yarn collection back, I can finish off the normal side of the doll with some hair and, uh, and then send it on its way. So I have that. I want to finish that and it won't take me that long. So I brought that along and I brought along the star maiden shawl, which I've been working on haphazardly from time to time. Um, I really wanted to knit a shawl. This is the state of mind I'm in right now. I'm kind of, I'm not done with socks, but I like I'd like to take a break from them, and I really want to knit a shawl. I have two shawls on the needles. I've got the Star Maiden shawl, and then I've got the Ethereal shawl, both of which are in various states of beginning and nowhere near finished. So I figured I'd bring the Star Maiden along. It's uh, a knit-along that I'm doing with my friend in New Hampshire, and uh, and the pattern is quite, quite you know, easy, repetitive. It's, it's about the brain power I have right now, whereas Ethereal maybe a little more complicated than I can handle at this point. So so I brought along Star Maiden, and uh, hopefully I can get through the body of that, because once the socks are done, well, I'm taking the shawl to work, so so that's what I've got. I'm, I, I, yeah, it'll be nice to get my yarn back and have the possibility of all these projects, but I had plenty of yarn with me, so I don't know. I just need more time. I need to finish my homework. And once I finish my homework and can get started on level four, then that will be good. I think too that once I'm done my homework for level three, I had this I had this crazy plan. I was I had spun up a hundred grams of the autumn dusk colorway Corydale Sliver from Ashford and and uh had then had bought uh, the the four colors that are in it, I bought 100 grams of each of those, plus an additional 300 grams of the autumn dusk. And so my idea was to ply each 100 grams of the autumn dusk with one of the colors that's in it, and then create this massive project out of, you know, 800 grams of yarn. I know, it's crazy. But I think once I'm done level three, I'm going to set up the joy and just have that and then first of all spin up something one of the colors to ply with the 100 grams I've already spun up and uh and then just have that just as a sort of a restful project I think I need that because I've been focusing so much on the homework and I haven't been doing much spinning otherwise and what I'd really like to do too since I'll also have the Hansen 
is take some of my really colorful braids and fractal spin them and see how that goes. I've, I've always wanted to fractal spin. And, and that's where you split a braid in half and then split one of those halves into halves or thirds or quarters. And then spin them each half and do a two-ply. And I've always wanted to do it, but ever since level one and Marg saying, never split a braid, I've kind of been hesitating. But I think if I accept that, you know, I'm ruining the preparation and I won't have as even of a spin, and hey, I'm not getting marked on it anyway, so who cares? I think that will be fun. And I really, really need to start knitting stuff out of my hand spun. So I think after I'm done level three, that will be my challenge to myself is to knit stuff out of hand spun. Because, I mean, Kathy from my Wednesday knitting group is knitting a February lady sweater out of her hand spun. And the only thing I've ever really knit out of my hand spun are my final projects. So that's it's time to change. It's time to change that. So that's what I'm going to do. But all that will happen in 16 days plus five or ten days for unpacking and other things. So, anyway, not much to report on the knitting front. Like I said, I've almost got one pair of socks, and by the end of tonight, maybe tomorrow, I will definitely have finished them. By the Wayside I was really hoping I would sit down today and report that I had finished the tree. Because if I had finished the tree, then there only would be the bottom border left to do. However, I got a really good night's work in on last weekend, on Saturday night, and uh, and got halfway done the tree. And then uh, yesterday, well, we moved. And of course, Mike is working nights, so I couldn't really pack our clothes or anything like that until he got up to go to work and then I took two trips from the suite to here and various other places to get all of our stuff out and by the time I sat down to eat dinner which of course I could not cook because it was way too late I had to order takeout um it was about 8 30 and then I sat around talking with our hosts for a while and which was lovely and then I got really tired and I went to bed so yesterday was a write-off. However, I think tonight I'm going to sit down and and work on the tree because I'm so close and I really want to get the tree done. At least I want to stay on schedule. Um, and to, I mean, yeah, there's the sock, but that's easy enough to, to work on. And I should be finished it in about an hour. Um, I've, again, between the heat, uh, I get... The, so I get the heat sores on my index fingers. And then when it gets colder, they heal, but the skin tends to peel. So between that and the 2.25 millimeter needles that I'm using for the socks, I've knit a series of holes back into the side of my index finger. Now I can get through the toe uh, fairly carefully because I've been you know, letting them heal a little bit. But I, I think it's probably best if I try and give it a little bit of rest um, and let it heal a little bit more before I go hardcore on any other knitting project. 
So this is a perfect opportunity to sit down and work on the tapestry because the only thing that that needle hurts is my finger when I happen to poke it from time to time, which I do. But, uh, but yeah, I thought I'll sit down tonight. I'll work on the tree. I, I like how the tree looks. Again, it's one of those where it's not the long, they're, they're short stretches across the top. So it takes a lot of needle, you know, in and out, uh, for me, for me to actually cover, you know, a fairly small area, but it looks really nice and I'm really happy with it. So just have to finish the bottom of the tree and then I don't know how long that'll take. I don't know how much time I'll have tonight, but, uh, but I think I'm going to work on that as well as uh, all these things in that I need to do, sit down and work on my homework and things and so on and so forth. But this episode seems to be recording itself fairly quickly, which I suppose is because it's short, like most of the ones that I've recorded during our little time away from having a house. I'm sorry about that. I wish I could say more, but uh, my time is taken up with so many crazy things. Um, Next episode, hopefully I'll have a bit more to talk about. There's the long weekend in there. We'll also have had our inspection on our house at that point. And yeah, um, there'll hopefully be a tree done on the tapestry. And I'll have a pair of socks and progress to report on a shawl. So. so yes, that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for bearing with me during this crazy time of instability. And uh, next episode, we're still here. But the episode after that, two episodes from now, I will be recording live, well, mostly live, from our new house. Thank you for joining me for episode 43. By the Fiberside is a bi-weekly podcast, and I look forward to bringing you episode 44 on September 7th, 2014. Show notes for this episode can be found at www.bythefiberside.com. Join the discussion in our group on Ravelry. If you need to get in touch with me directly, you can email me at ness, as in Loch Ness, at bythefiberside.com. Thanks again for listening. This is By the Fiberside.